Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined this week by my good friends, Denny Sunderly. Hi there. And Corey Fiascanaro. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome, folks. Uh, this week, we're going to have a discussion about the changes that were announced that have been kind of being announced um, with uh, advanced dining reservations, the dining plan. Of course, uh, just to recap, Walt Disney World begins reopening July 11th uh, for the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, July 15th for Epcot and for uh, Hollywood Studios, uh, June 22nd. Uh, the DVC resorts, along with Fort Wilderness, will reopen as well. And, um, you know, everybody was kind of excited to hear about the reopening date. <clears throat> but then as the details came, there's been a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. So we want to try and cover as much of that. And I'm sorry if you hear some background noise. Um, apparently, my neighbor has a, a, a an air conditioning unit that really probably should be replaced Um, because that's what you're hearing. If you can hear that background noise, that's her air conditioner kicking in. Um, But anyway, um, so let's start with, uh, let's start with the dining plan. Uh, The Disney dining plan has been canceled for the remainder of the year, at least. And it's that at least that has me a little confused because uh, you got to wonder if they're thinking about just getting rid of the dining program altogether at this point. Um, and that created a problem for people who booked the recovery offer in the beginning of April where they were giving free dining. And these were really good deals. A lot of people booked them. And uh, it was, you know, it was fantastic. But now those are being removed from those packages. And in place of that, those people are getting 35% off their reservation. Um, and I don't think I've heard from anybody that's happy about it. Um, but I want to talk first, like, you know, because then they've also now um, said that they're not accepting any dining reservations at all for the time being. They've canceled all dining reservations. Right, I believe Denny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Through the end of the year, they've canceled dining reservations. Um, right, I believe that's the case. the The slate has been wiped clean. They and just had to the, reset everything. And instead of allowing people to book 180 days out, now you're only going to be able to book 60 days out, which I think is great. I think that's the way it should be. I've always thought it was a little absurd that you had to start planning where you were going to eat six months in advance. Um. So obviously, you know, one look at disboards.com, one look at uh, uh, what kind of content really gets people's attention. It's always around dining. It's always about planning out your dining. It's always about how to get the most out of the dining plan. So, you know, a lot of people's worlds, understandably, were rocked by this announcement. Um, so I have to be honest. I... I think it's a, maybe a good thing that the dining plan is gone. Um, you know, let's rewind. I don't know how many years ago it was when the dining plan really started becoming pervasive and they were really aggressive about pushing it. 
and we started noticing that higher-end items and more expensive items were being cut from menus, that prices were being adjusted, portions were being adjusted, so that they could make as much as they could off the dining plan. And those of us not on the dining plan were kind of pissed about it. That we couldn't get, you know, I, I forgot what it was. There was one, di- I think it was over at Kona Cafe. There was a dish that was removed from the menu because of this. And people lost their minds. And that, you know, there was a, there's always been commentary for a while now that the dining plan forced Disney to dumb down their menus. And so I wonder if this now offers them a different flexibility. I mean, what do you guys think? Dining plan being gone, good or bad? Yeah. You know, I can see um, I can see both sides of the story because um, I've been the mom whose eight year old sat in Narcissus for Grandma's big 60th anniversary dinner on our big trip in 2007, and he because we were on the dining plan, he got to actually it wasn't 2007; it was later than that, but he got to order the surf and turf, and he thought he had died and gone to heaven. The, our, his eyes were as big as saucers. He was so excited. So I, I get that. That It's fun that your kids get to branch out. It's fun that we get to branch out. Um, I have also been uh, the person who the last few minutes in a park and you've got to head to the airport. You're trying to spend the last of your snack credits, like, because that's always a running tally in the back of your mind during your vacation. So I can see the good side and, and, and the negative side. I've, I've heard of people, um, people just on the internet right now who are freaking out that they're afraid that they're not going to be able to get what they wanted at this point because now it's 60 days out and what they had so meticulously planned has been wiped clean. And I get that. I mean, good gravy. We're at the, the Diz is founded on, you know, on the idea that it's fun to plan a Disney vacation. That's why we're here. We know that everyone loves their spreadsheets and getting up at 7 a.m. that 180 day mark and getting those reservations. But everyone will be on a level playing field now. It, it's literally as level as it could be. And um, they have said on the site that they are, when it gets closer, a little bit closer to reopening date, they're going to start to introduce some of those dining reservations. Some of those things are going to start to become available again. And when they do, we'll be sure to report it on the Diz, but hang in there. I mean, I think that was the thing that you said on this week's show, Pete, essentially was, hey, we understand, we get it, hang in there. So Well, you know, the other thing, you know, I was point I was trying to make is that I could understand people losing their minds if this was just a Thursday and Disney decided to do this. Yeah. There's a real reason why this is being done. Yeah. And, you know, we all have to be in this together. And they're trying to thread this impossible needle of reopening their business at the same time protecting the safety and well-being of their guests and their cast members. And none of us know what goes into that in a situation like this because unless you unless you run a 47 square mile resort um then you probably don't know. No. I mean and Disney's figuring this out as they go along, and they're doing the very best they can. Yeah. Um, 
So I get it. I get, you know, this means a lot to us. The planning, the experience. You know, we've talked about this so many times before that this is not a vacation for us. This is something else, right? This is, you know, I go on vacation to Italy. There's an, there's an experience, an emotional experience, an emotional connection to Disney for us. Yeah. And so I get it. I really do. But I really just need everybody to take a breath. We're going to figure this out together. We're going to get through it. It's not going to be like this forever. Some of this stuff may remain permanently. We don't know. But we'll adjust to it. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes change. I don't like change. I never let go of anything that didn't have claw marks all over it. I love that expression because it fits me perfectly. I am not somebody who embraces change well. But I've also learned that it's the nature of things and that we are living in unprecedented times. So we're just going to have to get okay with not knowing and figuring it out as we go along. Fiasco, what about you? Dining plan, go to bed. Yeah, so I I feel like... The dining plan is definitely something that we'll see return in the future, in my opinion. I think it's a great option for people. Um, It's never been something that personally fit into my agenda or how I plan a trip or how I do my trips, but I can see how it would help a lot of families, a lot, a lot of families. So the way I'm looking at this is, you know, look at how long Disney and pretty much everything has been closed right now. And then with them reopening with these new guidelines, this is something just completely new to everybody. And nobody nobody really knows exactly what it's going to look like when everything opens back up. Um, how restaurants are going to handle demand, uh, what that demand's going to be. And with things like the dining plan, you're going to be basically guaranteeing families a certain number of of credits that they're going to need to use during their stay and i feel like the reason that we're seeing it discontinued for the time being is it's that it's kind of just one extra element that disney's going to need to figure out okay so how are we going to manage this going forward it isn't how it used to be before so they need to figure out exactly how many plans they're going to need going at one time to support the supply and demand of the restaurants that they have open. Well, you have to, re- you have to remember too, they can't sell a dining plan and then not let you into a restaurant. Right. Um, so that's the main reason for this, that they have to control capacity because when they open capacity is going to be maybe 25 or 30%. Now, if they have all, if everybody has a dining plan, they're going to want to eat where they want to eat. Yep. And, you know, one of the other aspects of the dining plan that was very attractive to people, because we talked about it all the time, that the dining plan really wasn't a very good deal unless you ate an extraordinary amount of food. And so that you really didn't save any money on it. You had to eat too much food to save any money. And a lot of people would say to me, I don't care about that. It's the convenience of it. Mm -hmm. Right? It's prepaid. I've already paid for it. I don't have to reach for my wallet. Every time, I just give them my magic band, and that's that. And I get that. But my suggestion would be, and I know this sounds this sounds very uh, basic, but start just taking the money for your uh, uh, for your for your dining, 
and putting it on a gift card. Put it, put it on a Disney gift card or American Express gift card or something like that. And just use those when you go. And this way, I realize it's not quite the same, but at least you're not getting that, that financial hit. Because I get it. Believe me. I feed these people you know, when we go out and we do stuff. <clears throat> I know what it costs. And, you know, that might just be a way just to make it a little easier in the interim while Disney figures out what they're ultimately going to do. I know there was no way they wanted to do this. They, the dining plan is a huge success for them. Yeah. It's a big revenue generator. But, again, they are putting operational safety and guest safety ahead of of that. And I, you know, while I understand the inconvenience, I have to applaud them for continuing to make decisions like that. So there's that. Um, All right. So then there's the change of 180 days to 60 days. I can't believe there are people upset about this. I really can't. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm out of the loop. I, I have no desire to plan out where I'm going to eat Yeah, six months in advance. None. None. And if it's a level playing field, right? If, if right. we're all in the same boat, well, then it's no different to book it 60 days out than it is to book it six months out. Right. It's no different. And that's so, part of it. That's I'm sorry, Pete, but that's, that's part of it. That's, um, it's different. We're, we have a hard time with change sometimes. And people who are avid Walt Disney World vacationers, this is just part of the DNA, right? We wake up, we, we plan for the 180-day mark. And so we wake up early that morning and we've got our list of where we'd like to, if not, then this. If not this, then that. That kind all of your options are available to you. And and it's a time of rejoicing when those are actually booked and you can kind of go, okay, shoof, I can check that off and now I focus on the next thing. So yes, it does push things a little closer to your vacation time. Like you're not going to be able to check that off at the six month mark for the time, for the foreseeable future. But again, it's going to be okay. We're all in this together. And everyone who's going to be vacationing at Walt Disney World is going to be in the same boat. And so um, so why it'll be a condensed timeline, we're all going to be feeling that. And um, and, and we'll all get there. Yeah. It will be interesting to see how many of those reservations are available on the 60-day mark with the new CDC social distancing, physical distancing guidelines. That is something I cannot wait to kind of see how that flushes out um, just in practice in the restaurants. I mean, I like the 180-day planning for things like planning a birthday dinner and stuff like that. But for it to be like the baseline of what everybody has, like Pete said, I mean, I don't know six months in advance what I'm going to want to eat for breakfast on Monday, you know, like, but you kind of need to plan that way. And I remember vacations getting like planning the 180 days in advance and like getting Ohana, but then like maybe having a friend that's like, oh yeah, we, we're going to be in Disney the same time as you like want to come with us to breakfast here on this day. And I'm like, I'm so committed because now I had this Ohana reservation that I had to make sure I got. 180 days in advance that I don't want to drop, you know, like I, I like 60 days being the baseline and I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't be disappointed if it stayed that way going forward. Um, but again, the same argument can be made. Having that farther advanced reservation to make sure you can secure something like, you know, a six o'clock dinner at California Grill for somebody's birthday, um, that is really good too. So, I mean, I can swing kind of either way with it. Yeah, and look, with every major change Disney has made, getting away from paper fast passes to, uh, you know, the My Disney Experience, uh, Magic Bands, things like that, um, people people freak out, right? Even I, I've freaked out. God knows. I've made a living freaking out. Um, but we we adapt. We adapt. It's not enough to keep us from going to Disney World. It's not enough. We adapt. We make it work for us. We figure out loopholes. We figure out ways to make that system work for us as we plan these experiences. And we will do that with this too. We will do that with this too. And I'm, I'm just asking everybody, give Disney a break. I'm almost like that guy that 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 guy that was like leave Britney alone. Um, I should do that. I should do that video. Leave Disney alone. Um, just you know, I'm um, again. I have friends. I have friends that work there. I have friends that work in Walt Disney Travel. People I really love and respect, and I talk to them, and I know what they're dealing with right now. Um, and believe me, they want nothing more than to make you happy. They want nothing more right now, but they have to. They have this balancing act to do that's that's uh, unimaginable. I mean, my God, it's been a challenge for me in my business, and I'm a speck of sand next to what the the operational requirements of a company like that are. Um, so, um, really, you know, until we have more details and, and more information, there's really not much for us to do. Um, now, a lot of people are asking the questions with these resorts reopening, the DVC resorts and Fort Wilderness reopening on June 22nd, a full, what, three weeks, two or three weeks before the theme parks open, um, are restaurants going to be open? A lot of the DVC properties don't have, some of the DVC properties don't have restaurants in them. Um, I'll be staying at Bay Lake Tower on June 22nd. I don't know if the Contemporaries restaurants are going to be open because the hotel is closed. I don't know. I don't know how any of that's going right. to work. Um, but I'll be there to find out. I'll be there to find out. And I'm sure they'll be making more announcements between now and then. Um, but I'm just anxious to get back, get back on property. Yeah. That's, you know, if I got to drive to Disney Springs, uh, to have dinner, I'll drive to Disney Springs to have dinner. Um, I've also got a one bedroom theme park view so I can bring my own food and cook if I want. I've never actually cooked a real meal in a, a DVC villa. So maybe that can be another vlog. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I was going to say, we definitely need a vlog yeah. of that. <laughs> That'd yeah. be great. I'm actually quite a good cook. We can do a... Uh, that's what I understand. When so, I choose that's... to be, when I choose to cook, <laughs> I have to be in a certain mood. Um, yeah. We can do a Disney dining if show. If I'm in that mood, if I'm, if I'm in that mood and I go and cook, food's great. If I'm not in that mood, and I go and cook. Not so much. Yeah. So, all right. So we'll we'll continue to update you as we get more information, but that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show. Please let us know what you think down in the uh, comments below. And also, if you are not subscribed 
to the Diz Unplugged channel on YouTube, please do so so you get notified. If you click that little bell as well, you'll get notified every time we put up a new video. So thanks very much, everybody. We'll see you next week.